0: And welcome to our feature interview for tonight. Welcome to FitSpeak 20. I am one of the co-hosts here at FitSpeak.com. My name is Kevin Hines. This is our 20th episode ever, and we're glad to have you listening tonight. We have a special guest, but before we introduce our special guest, we would like to introduce you to our other two co-hosts, starting with the man on my right, K.W. You're going to give us a last name? (laughs) Kevin Watt. Kevin Watt. And to my left, our new guy who's no longer really new from Abbotsford, Zach Neufeld. And we're here with our special guest for FitSpeak 20, who is Leanne Parker. Now, I've known Leanne for a number of years in a number of different ways. And right now, she is the Dynamo every Tuesday morning at the Mission Leisure Center. And while I'm saying this to her, she's rolling her eyes. It's like, that is so old. But Leanne Parker, Vanderlinde, is a high caliber athlete. She's been performing at a very high level for a number of years. Welcome to FitSpeak, Leanne hello hello so you are a triathlete high-level triathlete and the reason we're interviewing you for a number of reasons is including your most recent performance at the world championships in Chattanooga Tennessee for the Ironman 70.3 distance but um, you grew up in a world before there was such a thing as triathlon so what were some of the early sports that you were into
1: well I started skiing when I was two And, um, yeah, that's one of my passions as well. I do still ski. Was into cross country in in elementary school all the way up to college, or not college, but grade 12.
0: So you said you were into skiing at the age of two, which is kind of outrageous. Where was home for you?
1: Home, uh, we were in the Okanagan until we moved when I was two. Mm -hmm. And um, Coquitlam is my was my hometown.
0: Skiing at the age of two and then going into grade school, did you have any influences from your mom or dad or brothers or sisters that pushed you into any other sports when you were a younger person?
1: Nope, they were just skiers.
0: You're into triathlon now, but what were some of the early sports you were into uh, participating in elementary school, junior high school, and high school?
1: When I started running, I had the passion to run when I was running around the track and I was with my sisters and I kept running and running and running and they were going what is she doing and they were timing me and they're like is she ever gonna stop and I had to have been I guess maybe eight or nine and they came came running home told mom and dad and they're like she needs to start running or something because she just wouldn't stop and they were so amazed by it all so So by
0: the age of eight you you'd already kind of established Mm -hmm. a personal reputation for one of these long distance Mm -hmm. sorts of people yeah and what did you do with that
1: well in i guess grade grade eight i think it was i was breaking records you know for the for for the school doing Mm -hmm. you know your 12 minute runs and stuff like that 12 minute run a classic canadian thing yes (laughs) and um knew that i love to run. It's probably not my favorite now, but it was back then.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Eventually, you segued from running and you got into this crazy thing that you're doing now for fun and to inflict pain on people. You're now a spin class instructor at the the Mission Leisure Center. How long have you been doing that for?
1: Well, I've been teaching fitness classes. Can I answer that? (laughs) Sure.
0: This is Kevin Watt. And he knows
2: why. Well, I've no, (laughs)
3: I I was just gonna comment that I think we can probably say that you've been doing spin class for about 10 years now, because I was a victim Mm -hmm. of one of, or a a few of your spin classes.
1: Yes, you were. And that's how I kind of met you too, right? Through
0: spin, yeah. So, Kevin, as an ex victim of Leanne, what would be three words that you would describe Leanne as, as a spin instructor?
3: be nice. <laughs> <laughs> Leanne just comment commented be nice. Focused, relentless. These are power words here. Something to the to the effect of motiv- uplifting, motivating, I suppose mm-hmm. might be a great. Those are sort of require Those would be
0: requirements of a spin instruct. Speaking of focus, let's get focused on the sport of triathlon. What motivated <laughs> you to get into that sport?
1: Well, um Brad, who's my husband, he uh, was doing Ironman in, gosh, I don't even know remember what year it was. And I went, hmm, I want to do that. He goes, no, you probably shouldn't start in a full Ironman. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) You should maybe start at the sprint. So I did the sprint and, yeah, went from there.
0: I'm going to take a guess and say that sprint was in Summerland. Am I right? You betcha. How did that race go for you?
1: Uh, The swim was really bad I was last of the water <laughs>
0: mm-hmm
1: then got on his bike because I didn't have one at the time so it didn't even fit me
0: Brad's bike mm-hmm Brad is uh Brad's to say a... <laughs> six foot four
1: <laughs> it was pretty big
0: <laughs> Brad is uh and Leanne is not six foot
1: <laughs> no that's right yeah so um
0: Brad's a big guy then
1: I was like big passing people lots
0: on, on the, the bike, bike yes. on this bike that was yeah. built for a giant and you're not quite, you know, you're, you've got yeah. average or slightly average above average height. but So you're yeah. motoring on this thing and you're passing people on the bike mm-hmm. in your very first triathlon.
1: Yeah, and then um, proceeded to run, which isn't my strong suit, but um, stayed still coming in the top four in that race. So wow, on your
0: very first race. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's your first race. What made you... Ya... Enter your second race. It sounds like that was a, a mixed thing. I mean, coming out of the water close to last, yeah, slightly <laughs> demoralizing.
1: It was, but then it was so enjoyable to pass people on the bike. <laughs> 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 it, it was like a tag thing. All right, good. next, next. Good. So it was that. That was fun.
0: So you've been in the sport for quite some time. What race did you find out that you said to yourself, "Damn, I'm I'm pretty good at this"?
1: I didn't ever think I was pretty good, but I just kind of.
0: Did it. Did so, it? So just to kind of clarify, um, in the past three years, Leanne has been to three consecutive world championships for the 70.3 distance. So there's got to be some element of awesomeness here. So was there a race that kind of sticks out in your mind?
1: If I'm thinking way back, I guess it would be the Oliver. Kevin Watt was there. Yeah. Uh, I'd done it the first year and it wasn't the greatest.
0: Tell us about not greatness.
1: Um. It was a time I didn't want. I can't remember the time, but it wasn't the time uh, I was aiming for. But then I went for it again the following year Mm -hmm. and rocked it, like Mm -hmm. dropped 15 minutes. Wow. So I was like, okay, I'm ready for Ironman.
0: Tell us about your most recent half Ironman World Championship races. You've done races in Australia, Mm -hmm. in Austria, Mont-Tremblant, Quebec, Mm -hmm. and this year in America. Tell us about that race.
1: Chattanooga Tennessee um it was awesome it was like I mean all of the world championships are pretty cool but um the people there were really nice um the swim was a little different they made us swim in a river and well I've never swam in a river before so and they made us swim up river So that was even more intense. (laughs) Um, And then the bike course was really hilly. They always make it difficult. Um, Of course, it was girls only. I should say that too. So they had the, the ladies only the first day, and then they had the men the next day. So I've never had that before. So that was awesome to just be able to race with women only, which I met quite a few Women on the bike course because you can talk at that point. Maybe I shouldn't have, but <laughs> you can't talk in the swim, so you get to make friends on yeah, the that's bike, kind of and hard. yeah, and so yeah, the bike was awesome, and then the run. I of course had Achilles issues, so um, I didn't think I'd be able to do the run, but I powered through it, and you know, did the time I wanted. I was happy with it, and got to race with two of my other good friends, Leslie, Mazie and and Diana. Wilson so that was pretty cool to cross the finish line and see them at the end and give them a couple hugs and mm. you know maybe
0: a kiss or two <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was awesome what race are you the most proud of Hmm.
1: I think the one that sticks out the most would be Austria just because my kids were there so it was cool um, they've been to a couple of them but that just being able to you know after the race go and and see see the world with them and travel Europe which was really cool but um just having my kids there and
0: what have you found out about yourself by doing the sport of triathlon Mm, lots
1: (laughs) tell us we don't have enough time but um what have I found out uh that sometimes uh, sometimes I can't do it and sometimes I can and push through it I get stronger I get weaker
0: what makes you push through it? Why don't mm. you just quit? Say to hell with oh, it. Oh, there's been times. <laughs> there's been times. Oh, you, there's you been times. Granted, yes. But you've always followed through. Yeah, I think. Why?
1: You know, having friends around like the ATC club, um, I like to make people proud, I guess. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Plus, I, I remember Ironman Canada last year. Yeah. Um, I wasn't much further ahead than you were yep. uh, of you. I, guess. Yep. I wasn't far ahead of you, is what I'm mm-hmm. trying to say. And you had crashed on the bike too, so you had a, you were yeah. bleeding down oh, your yeah. arm, and all I I heard stories of you, and by then they turned into legends. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> I uh, got a penalty too. I that like year. kept looking behind me, and I <laughs> that's right. perhaps yeah. that's partially why you kept pushing that day. Yeah, too. <laughs> absolutely. That... Where's that Zach? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs>
3: so that would probably have been the race that would have maybe stood out for not being the happiest absolutely race for you that was a tough day it
1: was yeah I said no more full Ironmans I think I'm done but I don't think I'm done
0: don't think you're done famous Um, last words yeah Yeah. (laughs) Uh, around the table um this evening and today is october the 25th 2017 as we do fit speak one thing we all have in common other than our good looks um we've all got Ironman man distance triathlons kevin watt i'll put you on the spot for a second here um what have you discovered about yourself by doing an iron man race Wow, I don't even know what to say. Don't choke on your wine. Leanne was a great role model. She she was just so smooth. Yeah,
3: and then she just spilled her wine all over her beautiful white coat.
2: Take it easy on it, Kevin. You know what? What are you doing?
3: Well, well, hold on, hold on. She's obviously drinking sport juice, not (laughs) wine. What have I I, learned? Dedication, commitment, uh, conviction. I mean, life throws all sorts of curveballs at you and if you got that if you have that goal in mind come hell or high water you're going to finish and you're going to complete it i think just dealing with life in general and having you know a a goal in mind and you know throughout a whole entire year you know maintaining the the level the level of dedication that it's going to take to you know nail that goal i don't know what else i mean believing in yourself you know i've been fortunate i've been fortunate i haven't done any triathlons in the last few years but i mean i've been fortunate not to bad. have we're, yeah we're, 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 that i haven't had that. any any bad races nothing like that but don't get me wrong i mean i've crashed on a bike
0: race and you know we come back from it so just so that's our voice of experience, Kevin Watt, behind the microphone. We're going to turn it to the voice of uh, less experience. Last year in 2016, our co-host Zach Newfeld did his very first Ironman triathlon along with Leanne and myself at Whistler. Not a bad day compared to the year previous when people froze their butts off. But Zach, what did that race do for you? Oh, how did you so change? Many,
2: how did I change? How did I walk? How did I stumble away from the how did i crawl away from that course a different man any tra- I, anyone I, I think i'm i'm glad i didn't know what was coming and i can speak to the goal planning idea uh, thing too cuz just to put in that that many months those that many months of training you have to have a goal that you're committed to and if you don't have a goal there's no way i would have spent 10 hours and upwards training every week for that and i just i just think the Okay. So when I got to the race and I I finished the race, there's just an an overwhelming feeling of accomplishment, but really just, uh, gratitude that nothing had gone wrong during my training. Um, that the steps had worked, um, that, that all the the wisdom I'd gained from fellow coaches, from fellow athletes and coaches like yourself had really paid off. So there's a lot of trust riding. I was riding on there and, uh, to just have the day done was huge. Mm (laughs) Mm. If you've ever done an Ironman you'd know how much uh prep how many how many things can go wrong. So when everything goes right, mm-hmm. I was just I just took that, I took cash from the bank and just left. <laughs> Let's go mm-hmm. back. Gratitude. To our... Gratitude, that's my word.
0: Mm. Leanne, your most embarrassing moment either in racing or training for the sport of triathlon. <laughs> well wow. then you can oh. tell.
1: You know this one. Tell right? us.
0: No, I don't. don't. Um, no, I don't.
1: Uh Bruce always has this uh spin kind of A a lecture prior not really a lecture but he has some some speaker come in uh in january yes okay and then we and then he has a good spin you know thing afterwards where they where we all you know he instructs and we follow along and we're on our trainers i was in the back with like all the dudes (laughs) dan dan mcclough all the dudes yeah (laughs) Yeah. big dan yeah. yeah and all of a sudden for some reason I unclipped, but I didn't unclip. Don't even really know how it happened. And I fell over. My trainer, everything, my bike, my trainer landed on Dan. Dan was, like, hanging on for his dear life. And I thought, that's really embarrassing.
0: So that explains... (laughs)
3: And your trainer—that yeah. was that was an epic
1: tip. was, yeah, not easy to do. No, it's not very easy to <laughs> do.
2: Including
3: the trainer, I'll just yeah. I'll yeah. just throw that one in yeah. one more time. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, it happened in January, so you. Were... It, it was actually
1: two years ago, I think, that that happened. It still is in my mm-hmm. embedded in my. But head. But you
0: know what was great about
3: that. You didn't get any chain rub on your leg.
2: No, I didn't. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so you're... Dan rescued me.
0: (laughs) So Leanne's in a a different situation than us guys, namely Zach, Kevin, and, and myself. What advice would you have to another person? Maybe another, I mean, you're a mother with children um, who's thinking about getting into the sport. What sort of advice could you offer anybody in general or perhaps specifically a mom who has some kids and so many commitments?
1: Another mom that would want to get into it. Uh,
0: How do you manage? How do you balance training at a high level (laughs) with raising a family, running a household, being an amazing wife? How do you do that?
1: Well, you got to be selfish a little bit. Um, but in the long terms, your kids in the, in the end of it all, come on, mom, you got to go out there and do it anyway. You know, like I've said to Shay, I, I don't know if I'll even race this year because you're swimming. And she said, mom, you can't just quit because of me. Um, so I don't, it's again, that moment of you got to balance, balance. You still got to put time in for yourself and mm-hmm. give yourself that little bit of, you know, it's a reward. It is a reward. Yeah, it, for sure. Yeah. You, you
3: kind of have to. Mm-hmm. This is, you know, this is, I guess, our way of coping with mm-hmm. stress. Yeah. And, you know, mm-hmm. kind of pushing through. For sure. And your kids are supporting you. It's massive. Yeah. And Brad, too, yeah. your husband. Yeah. That's all uh, that's all a fundamental for anybody. You know, thinking about doing something like yeah. this—that's that's the that's big yeah. It's balance. part of the. It's
1: part of our lifestyle. It always has been. So mm-hmm. you know, even if it it's new to you, it's mm-hmm. still. I think it's a great thing to get into. I mean, even if mm-hmm. you just want to swim, or mm-hmm. you just want to bike, or you just want to run, mm-hmm. or if you want to put three of the components together, you know,
0: just staying mm-hmm. active mm-hmm. and one of the things when we interviewed your daughter Shay. We asked her what got her into the sport of swimming in general. And it was, my mom and dad were competitors in the Ironman triathlon and what a what a positive role model to have as a kid growing up seeing your mom instead of going you know out in the back porch having a smoke and a you know Mm -hmm. whatever or watching tv all Friday night uh, actually getting off your butt getting into the pool getting onto the bike getting onto the track and doing things and being able to have the health to be able to compete at a high level and going to world championships has to be uh, an excellent role model but it doesn't take a person going to world championships to yeah. be a good role model for your kids.
1: Absolutely. Yeah.
0: yeah. So getting out there, doing it, engaging, mm-hmm. being being a role model and, and an inspiration for your kids and, and the people around your community. Mm-hmm. Um, less serious stuff now. Your favorite <laughs> post-workout <laughs> beverage.
2: Ding ding
1: ding. <laughs> well, I mean, I guess I'm not gonna lie. I like my wine. Um, but and, uh, do you
0: want to do some name dropping? Hmm.
1: Okay. Yeah. For sure. F2C, I totally, totally take in. I actually, that's my stuff I use. Oh, in fact, I ran out. Um, but yeah, I. that's what I live on. Um, and then mm-hmm. it's the wine.
0: So we, yeah, I was just going <laughs> to, we have sound effects here. So this is... <laughs> This is our uh, approach to balanced nutrition. So for our listeners, in the one cup, uh, I just finished a spin workout. So we have in the one cup, uh, yes, this is the F2C. This is called the Pharma Greens. Yeah. Mm. So I had that immediately after. And then, of course, we changed. And Joe Dixon, if you're listening to this, we're drinking out of. And we'll have a picture of this up on our website. Mm. This is a, a... Some finisher's glass or something like that that one of us won from a dynamic race event. So uh, we're drinking Jackson Triggs wine from British Columbia out of a dynamic race (laughs) events glass. So uh, we're keeping it as local as we can under the circumstances. Leanne, we're going to put you on the spot for one last question. This this will be fun. So if you could be an animal other than a human being, what would you be and why?
1: did Ke- we have this conversation? <laughs> no, not at all. Hmm. Okay. I think I'm going to be a moose.
0: A moose. A moose. <laughs> a wise choice. Kevin likes this <laughs> choice. A moose. Yeah. And wh- Tell us why. Um,
1: Because they're big and...
0: Fierce? I Nothing can just, stop
3: them.
1: Yeah, they're just
0: beasts. <laughs> yeah. Just like you are, a beast on the bike. Thank you so much for being our guest, Leanne. Thank you. Continued success. Hope to uh, see you on the podium sometime in 2018.
1: Awesome. Thank you, you guys.